Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. What is up, ladies? Hope you're having an amazing start to your day or maybe end to your day and you're on a little hot girl walk. But without further ado, we are talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's really why I got into the field of nutrition in the first place, and that is fad dieting, baby. I want to show you the difference between fad dieting and actually understanding how to eat for weight loss because these things are vastly different. The reality is most women who have tried to lose weight, you have fad dieted and done all of the wrong approaches to try to lose weight, which is why you haven't been successful. So I want to talk to you about the difference between fad dieting and what really I preach over here at TSN, which is the core of the TSN framework, which is flexible dieting, understanding that dieting does not need to be a rigid, restrictive, and really disempowering type of approach to weight loss. Weight loss can be fun. You can even incorporate fun foods along the way. But most importantly, this journey has to feel good because real talk ladies, how the hell are you supposed to stick to your diet long enough for results and also keep this weight off if you don't fall in love with the way you eat. So of course, talking about fad diets, some of you might be like, okay, what is a fad diet versus what is actually a diet and a plan that isn't a fad and it's something you can stick to for a really long time. So for many of you babes, you might understand that a fad diet is something that's going to be really restrictive and drastic and honestly not get you to your goals. But the truth is there is no one definition for a fad diet. I mean, literally I get comments on social media, babes, where people are like calorie tracking or even weight loss is a fad. And And the truth is anything can be a fad. It depends on your mindset. It depends on your relationship to the work that you're putting in and the changes that you're making to your diet and exercise routine. But typically speaking, what I consider a fad diet as a registered dietitian is a plan, specifically a diet plan with the intention of losing weight that is sold as really the best and fastest approach to getting to your goals. Now you might be wondering, and I'm actually joking as I say this definition out, I want my clients to get to their goals as fast as they can. I also really do believe what we do over here at TSN is the best approach and strategy because it's really just understanding what's required for weight loss. But as a consumer, it is so hard to understand who to actually trust. And while of course you might be here because you know that I'm a registered dietitian, the reality is Keto Karen in a random Facebook group who is promoting low carb as the only way to lose weight. There's so many different examples that I can even go on and on and on about that make it so hard for you to really trust. But what I will say about fad diets, there's a few characteristics that I really see with fad diets, especially as I'm recording this episode in 2022 right now. First and foremost, many of these diet plans eliminate food groups without strong science to really back up why you're eliminating them. Secondly, usually these diets promote faster and fast weight loss in general, where, you know, they're not celebrating losing half a pound a week, put it that way. These diets really want you to make a really drastic change and are really below your energy needs. Another key characteristic to many fad diets that are perpetuating all over the internet right now 
is this idea of fear. These diets are all based on fear, fear of avoiding this food or that food or this approach or doing this or that. And instead, they're not really talking about what you should be doing as much of what you shouldn't be doing, which is a huge red flag. Not to mention, many of these diet plans are with the intent of doing something for a short period of time. And maybe there's protocols like for this amount of days, you're going to do this, and then you're going to add in this, and you're going to change things depending on what step or phase that you're in. But the truth is these diets are really restrictive to begin with, and maybe you're slowly adding things back, sort of like an elimination diet, but they're not based on science. And I want to go back to what really matters for weight loss, ladies. You have to eat less than what you burn. What you eat is important. However, there is no perfect combination of foods. What I really see work best is balanced meals to meet your body's nutritional needs, especially your protein needs. Really important. But when it comes to weight loss, there is no magic elimination diet you need to be following. You need to hit what I call the non-negotiables of fat loss. And what I will say is many fad diets are not based upon these principles. And if you are losing weight, you're losing it because you're hitting these principles of what your diet should be. So really what I hope to do in this episode is teach you guys about really what fad diets are, especially if you're stuck in the fad diet cycle, so you can understand how to break through fad dieting and instead start flexible dieting because the reality is there is no one approach to weight loss. There is no magical diet for weight loss. You have to understand your diet and that's where logic is really gonna help you break this cycle. So before we go any further, I know these questions are going to come in. You're probably wondering, okay, Lauren, what diets do you believe are fads? And like I said, a fad diet to me is not even just the diet approach. It's also your relationship with it. And I will give you an example. Weight Watchers is a diet that comes to mind a lot. I get so many questions about Weight Watchers. Now, personally, I don't love Weight Watchers because as a dietitian, what if we just learned what's actually in your food and how to fit in the foods that you want, plus the foods that you know you need to have as part of a healthy, balanced diet, fit them into your budget, and really go from there. And that's where I think so many fad diets are just not individualized enough. They might have a good foundation that's really starting to help you think of food in a better way, and maybe they are helping you get in a deficit of Maybe it's not a massive deficit that's going to slow down your metabolism and impact your metabolic rate and muscle mass and the list goes on. But the truth is your relationship to a diet is really going to impact if it's a fad or not. And if you're failing a diet or a weight loss attempt, there's a few things to keep in mind. One, the diet may have failed you because it was never set up for long-term success, meaning it was only meant to be done for a short period of time because it did not fit your lifestyle and really help you actually have behavior change. Two, there's also a component of you not feeling yourself, but feeling your goals and your commitment to yourself. And I know that comes off really harsh, but what I see with so many women I've worked with as a dietitian who have failed diets and have tried and tried again is maybe your mindset was not in the place for you to truly embark on a true lifestyle and behavior change. Now, it is sometimes easier to get weight off than keep it off for some of my clients, even though some of you listening to this might be like, I can't even get the scale and move one little bit. But for you to actually lose weight, there has to be this perfect strike of balance between how you're structuring your diet and like the behavior piece of things paired with how you're actually transitioning your mindset. Because for you to have new habits, you truly have to change your identity inside and out. You're not going to be able to truly, truly stick to long-term behavior change following diets. Like I'm finally going to list right now, Weight Watchers, Noom, Keto, Paleo, Whole30, Nutrisystem, Beachbody, The Dukin Diet, HCG, intermittent fasting, and Atkins, just to name a few. 
That being said, something that I literally can't believe I'm talking about on this podcast right now is something I actually learned in grad school, which is the difference between fad diets and dietary patterns. And I want to just take a brief moment to describe this because there are dietary patterns such as the Mediterranean dietary pattern, vegetarian dietary pattern, even a vegan dietary pattern. And the list goes on. These are ways of eating, but they are not a diet. It doesn't tell you very specifics about calories and protein needs and everything in between, but it's more about core principles and a way of life and a lifestyle that you will blend with food. You're basically eating in a certain way. It's basically a healthy eating plan that can be customized to your body in so many different ways, but it's more of a core belief and principle than it is following a strict set of rules, a meal plan, and eliminating things from your diet. And these dietary approaches really focus on what you should be having. And I bring it up because the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet, which is the dietary approaches to stop hypertension, these are two dietary approaches that are so well-researched. They are things dietitians, especially in the medical community and hospitals, are using with patients and really helping women and men improve health all around the world. But I bring it up because with the conversation of flexible dieting, I love talking about dietary approaches because being a vegetarian is not a fad diet, but your mindset with how you implement any sort of dietary approach or even a fad diet that I just don't believe is customized enough and really understands what you need to be doing. It's your mindset going into the diet that has really big impact on your success and ability to actually see results. Okay, now it's time for the spotlight of the show, ladies, which is flexible dieting. So many of you babes are listening to this podcast after failing diets, and this is probably what your dieting cycle looks like. You want to lose weight. You want to lose weight. You're desperate to feel confident in your body. You are getting to the point where you're just so freaking frustrated. You want to make a change because you don't have the proper information paired with the right mindset support. You make massive change very, very quickly. You decide one day, okay, it's time for me to go on a diet. That diet starts Monday mentality kicks in. You don't just start trying to eat healthier. You restrict a lot of calories, restrict a lot of food groups. You probably go low carb, trying to cut out fat sources, or maybe you're going keto and you're eating high fat and putting butter in your coffee. Jokes aside, seriously, people do that, ladies. Anyway, you're making all of these changes. You feel very restricted. You feel like you can't have liquid calories. You feel like you can't have sweets. You can't go out to dinner. You're going to weddings and events and celebrations, especially in the summertime. And you're really restricting things. And you might be seeing that physical progress. You might be feeling so good that you're being restrictive and you're doing this dieting thing, right? But slowly, day by day, meal by meal, no matter how much weight was lost or not lost, you are reaching this breaking point where you can't stick to those changes any longer. No matter what diet it is, commercial diet, or maybe you're just making some healthier changes. And we haven't even talked about exercise, ladies, but no matter where you fall, you're falling victim to fad diets. So to get out of this rut, there are two very important things you have to do. The first and foremost You have to understand what actually matters for weight loss. That education piece and logic is key. So you don't fall victim to more and more fad diets and approaches that are not going to serve you. The second piece is you have to have a more flexible approach to dieting. If you are finding this intense restriction, which for 90% of my clients, when you're trying to learn balance with food and have a social life, and you're at this point where it's just not worth it for you anymore to feel restricted, you are at the point where restriction is not what you need. You need to actually understand how to eat and also even fit in balance and fun and foods that you love into your plan. So you're not just feeling starved 24 seven. 
And that's the thing. Flexible dieting isn't just one type of diet. It really is understanding the flexibility in the way that you're approaching dieting. So you can hit what you need to hit for results, but you're not being so rigid like these diets really force you to. It's like forcing your size eight and a half foot into a size five or six shoe. Girlfriend, it's not going to fit. So that's where flexible dieting comes in and it gives you this flexibility to have fun as you're losing weight and really strike this balance. Okay, but to get very specific, I wanna share my top three tips to start flexible dieting and to ditch fad dieting. And the first and foremost goes right with what I was talking about before, which is logic and understanding. So much of why women get caught up in a literal dieting roller coaster where you're going up and down, up and down. It's like those circle roller coasters at Disney World that I took for the first time. You know, so much of you getting caught on this roller coaster and you're never able to get off is because you lack the understanding of what's actually required to achieve your goals. And it's not just arbitrary food rules. It's not just restriction. It's strategy. And so it really gets back at, I think, a core belief us women have, which is work hard, we're going to get farther. And I think it's really true. Hard work is so important. But we don't just want to work hard mindlessly without intention. We want to work strategically for our goals because our time is precious. We are working women. We may have children. We have a social life. And this beautiful life outside of dieting that we want to live. And that's the whole point. Flexible dieting actually gives you back your life while also prioritizing health and your aesthetic goals. So for you to understand how to flexible diet, you first have to take inventory on what are your thoughts and emotions and beliefs around food. Do you believe carbs are fattening? Do you believe eating out inherently means you need to binge a piece to the face. And I'm using that as an example, but you babes know what I mean. Like it's immediately a party and you're immediately off track. So F it, you might as well overeat. Do you believe dessert is unhealthy? Do you believe lower calorie is better? These are just some of the examples I see with clients all the time. Are you afraid to eat at certain times? Are you afraid to have a balanced breakfast because you're trying to hoard that calorie money for later in the day? For you to understand how to flexible diet it goes back to the core understanding of what's required for weight loss. Now, I've repeated this before, but I just want to make it very crystal clear. To lose weight, you have to take in less energy than what you burn. Now, some diets, yeah, absolutely, can be fads and get you in a deficit, but you want to be more strategic with your deficit. And I always talk about 300 to 500 below your maintenance calories is a really great place to start. So we can start to see what that weight loss looks like and make adjustments and tweaks from there. Ultimately, what coaching is all about is seeing how your body responds. But I also want to remind you that even if you're not perfect with tracking, the whole point is to make small tweaks to your diet so you can start to see progress. And that's with or without tracking, ladies. It's making these small tweaks to cut out a few hundred calories here, 100 calories there, modify the portions of your plate, maybe take away some of that starch if your meal is more starch and protein and adding in more color and fruit. And it's these swaps that help you plan your diet. Now, tracking really helps with this, of course, but that is the core thing. That calorie deficit is what is required for weight loss. And knowing that it allows you to view your budget, especially if you do track your food as money, that's your calorie money. You get to choose the foods you love. Now, wholesome balanced meals are going to be that foundation, but flexible dieting gives you that balance and ability to incorporate desserts, incorporate eating out into that routine. My second tip for how to start flexible dieting is not just tracking your food, but understanding portion sizes. 
This is one of the most overlooked parts of tracking that I know the bodybuilding community always shows bringing food scales on airplanes and in restaurants. And like, we don't need to be that intense, but that's why it's so important to take inventory on what you believe portion sizes are. And so the best place to start is looking at your diet now becoming more inquisitive and taking five seconds longer to look at that label and start to look at the, not just calories, but the carbs, the fats, the proteins in those foods. So you can begin to understand what's really inside of your food. It takes some learning, of course, especially inside of the membership in 90 day fit Bay body. We teach you this because I believe nutrition education is so important. Learning information on food is not just random nutrition facts that are going to help you lose weight. It is also incredibly important for your health. I believe every single person deserves access and the ability to understand nutrition. Just like we teach the birds and the bees to young children, we need more education on nutrition and the different topics of nutrition. What is a carb? What is a protein? What is a fat? Taking that deeper is so important. But I will say when it comes to flexible dieting, understanding serving sizes and portion sizes is important. And I do just want to point out the serving sizes on a label does not mean that is the portion size that you necessarily need to eat. For instance, bread for breakfast. One serving of bread that you will see on that nutrition facts label is one slice. However, I have two slices and that's where understanding your budget and your calorie needs and your nutrition goals is going to help you understand those serving sizes, but also understand how to really make those balanced meals. Okay. You might think, okay, knowing your calories and protein, I mean, these are all things I talk about. So of course it's not going to be the third tip ladies. My actual third tip to how to start flexible dieting instead of fad dieting is creating a meal plan for yourself. It takes more work up front. It takes more effort. It takes more planning. It makes you actually look at the foods that you love and really think outside of the box. But I think this is so critical of a tool that you need to understand how to implement in your life. And of course, meal plans can be such a source of inspiration. I meal plan with my clients all the time. We think about, okay, what is that full day of eating going to look like? But I think it's so important to... Once you understand your calories, your protein needs, and especially your calories when you're a beginner, to understand how to flexible diet means planning ahead. And while planning Monday through Friday when you're in your normal work week, maybe you're on your normal routine, it's going to feel very easy. You can get into an easy rhythm. But the thing I actually really wanted to highlight is planning for the weekends and fun. And that's where flexible dieting becomes a whole lot of fun because you have this budget where you're going to be able to see, okay, this might not be 100% tracked accurately. And I might not know exactly how many calories and the nutrition and how something was created at a restaurant. And that is okay. That is not the point here. But if we know breakfast, lunch, snacks, and you know other meals before your dinner out that is maybe at a wedding or something, if we know how to optimize the rest of your day, it makes that meal not as big of a deal. But of course, if you think, okay, I'm already going to have fun in the evening and you blow off all of the rest of your day, you see how that can really create a bad dieting scenario. And that's what often happens with fad diets. I see with my clients all the time before having this flexible dieting mindset, you think, oh my goodness, I'm making one bad choice. And it gets you on this cascade of brain thoughts that are all just negative around food, but flexible dieting and especially planning ahead for those fun events and trying to figure out, okay, what are small tweaks to make it a little bit healthier? But also if you are having something just completely fun, how to fit it into your budget a little bit more cohesively, that is a tool that is going to take you so far and really help you break this fad diet mindset and really incorporate fun while also still prioritizing your hot and healthy goals. Which brings me to the most important point, ladies. Flexible dieting is the key to improving your mindset to food, improving your relationship to food, and ultimately reaching what I call food freedom. 
It's really, really funny, but I think so much of the intuitive eating health at every size space talks about food freedom, but I think the weight loss space needs to really have a bigger, bolder conversation around food freedom. And I don't want anyone ever feeling like other communities have hijacked the word food freedom. In fact, I think food freedom is something every single person needs to have as part of health. We are all so alike and similar, and some of us have different types of struggles and approaches that we're dealing with. Some people don't struggle with weight, but they have a shitty relationship to food. Some women really struggle with their weight, and maybe their relationship to food isn't the bad thing. Maybe they just are a foodie and they love food so much, and they can't strike the balance of how to really have health-promoting behaviors that align with a body weight that is both healthy for their body, but also supports them feeling their most confident. This is why I am such a believer that flexible dieting is so important because it's not one diet. You see the best weight loss diet. When I get asked that question, you know, Lauren, what is the best weight loss diet? The best diet for you is the diet you're going to stick to. It is a diet that emphasizes certain nutrients and balance, but it also is a diet that makes you feel good mentally, right? I think the conversation really needs to switch, especially online on social media from what are foods to avoid? What are the things you shouldn't buy to what do you need to be eating to support your health, but also how you can fit in your lifestyle and the fun that you deserve to have because YOLO, we only live once ladies. This is so key. Life is too short not to have a slice of cake at your wedding. Life is too short not to have a slice of pizza with your kids for pizza night. Life is too short not to have ice cream on a summer night, especially living in the Northeast because girlfriend, it's going to get cold real soon. Life is too short not to have alcohol with your girlfriends at happy hour when you are vacationing down in Florida or somewhere really tropical and fun. Life is too short to feel like you have to go on a 30-day detox and do a juice cleanse just to be healthy. That is not health. Health and feeling your hottest is being able to fit in fun foods while also prioritizing your goals. Well, of course, fun foods too much. Of course, it could hold you back. Of course, that's not prioritizing health. But health is about balance. And to become your hottest self, you have to be your healthiest self and most balanced self. 